And we're gonna record this. Huh? And we're about to record this. Yeah, it's been recording this whole time. The whole time? No! Uh, for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Oh yeah, that's like, I, I actually cringe at what kind of dumb shit he's got me saying on record. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know there's, there's hours of it. gods today we have a little bit of a uh, different episode for you guys if you've not listened to the most recent episodes i highly advise you to go and check those out before listening to this one just because it might not make a whole lot of sense if you haven't that being said if you have then you know that nicholas has gone off with the witches to do his own thing for a little while and this is due largely to the fact that John works a job where he is not available on a regular basis anymore, but when he is, I didn't want him to not be able to play, so he and his wife have started playing this side campaign, and you will get to meet her here in a little bit. Anyway, enjoy. Now, to introduce our players. First up, you all know and love John, aka Nicholas. I think I got something... All right, Nicholas Andino, been a long trip. I finally made it to where I'm going. Kind of curious to see what's next. That'll work. Doesn't rhyme, but, you know. I'm sorry. I, I it, hardly ever I do the rhyme that. That's not true. No. You got kicked by a Palomino. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, like I, I said, it doesn't have to rhyme, so it is what it is. I'll try better next time. And his lovely wife, Jazz. My name is Colista. I'm a half-elf barbarian. I'm a little lost in life, and I'm just looking to reestablish myself. Okay. So, Kalista, can you give us a little bit about your character's backstory? Like, where you come from? Question. Mm-hmm. Do I use, like, modern terms, or do I use, like, the terms you're talking about in there? Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, you said I came from, not sure the exact words, but basically what I heard is middle class. Yeah, like, your, your family were somewhat middle class, yeah. Somewhere between. We lived yeah. in the hood, basically. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it, that's what the role says. So, yeah, I mean... So, in the actual game, there's always a little bit of stuff, like, I'm not expecting you guys to be experts on, like, ancient Greek terms for things or anything like that. So I can just explain it as... Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's anything that I'm like, so here's like how it actually would have been or something like that that I want to have it be a little more accurate, then I'll let you know. Okay. There's so much pressure now. I know I'm recording. <laughs> um, okay, okay. I don't know what to say about my background now, honestly. Well, I mean, you, both your parents were half-elves. Like you so said they're basic were, kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, because... Literally, anybody who's listening to this, other than really the three of us in the room, and maybe Dan, don't know anything about Kalista. So, like, 
nothing about where you came from. Because John, in his introduction, talked about how his parents were blacksmiths, um, where he came from. I was born to two half-elves. I have two other siblings, both brothers. We grew up in a modest upbringing in an apartment. I was basically middle class, but we still lived in the hood. I married an aristocrat, but also kidnapped him and went to prison. And I was trying to con his family out of money. I met this one fellow con artist when I was younger, and he taught me a lot of a lot of tricks and tips. Okay. And I was very proficient until I decided to get into kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> you were really good at like the small cons, but the big stuff. All right, so. John, you remember that you guys had met Reneus, right? The centaur? Oh yeah, the female one. Yeah. So, what ended up happening, um, <laughs> you guys had found that inside of Akmon's chest cavity, um, and it just had, actually I don't even think you would know. All it had on it were coordinates. Um, somebody was able to look at it and knew enough about maps to know that it was like latitude and longitude. Um, and so, once you guys got to the witches, one of the witches was able to um, scry using that paper to give you guys a little bit more direction. Um, most of the rest of the party took off, and we're going to say it's been probably a few days that you've been with the witches, and so they would have been like, teaching you some stuff. Um, because Nate had to miss a session, he and Reneus like, stayed. She had something that she needed help with. Um, but, after a few days, if you remember from months ago, uh, Timaeus had told you not only to go see the witches, but to help his friend, right? Okay, so she was his friend. The friend was the werebear. We already used Oh, that's friend. right. I, <laughs> dude, I had... Com- it's been long enough, I completely forgot about the werebear. I did. I completely forgot about the werebear. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, I'm going to say that in those couple of days, um, the witches have had you, like, doing some stuff, like, teaching you a little bit about your magic and everything, and, like, explaining. So, by this point, you will have met all three of them. Well, there's there's more than three, but, like, the main... Is it where we're human who transfer into transfer? To a bear. That's exactly what it is. It's just like a werewolf, except for it's a bear. <laughs> it's a werewolf. So it's a human person. Okay, I was like, you know. Okay. I, I cannot wanted... believe I forgot all about it. Because <laughs> now that I've not brought out, I remember like, he couldn't say certain stuff because yep. he was under the spell. And... Absolutely. Okay. So, you know from whenever you had met Demodus, the werebear, that he had kind of like isolated himself so that he didn't hurt his family, his family being some of the witches. Uh, at this point, you have met the three main witches. Um, they're followers of the goddess Hecate, who is the goddess of witches, in both ancient Greek and like modern stuff a lot of times. And Hecate, you would know, I mean, you've been around the whole Greek pantheon as far as like worship and stuff like that, you would know that Hecate is considered a triple goddess. Kind of like how the Christian god is like the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So 
with this, it's the Maiden, the Mother, and the Crone. And so these three main witches are like, they're not aspects of Hecate herself. They're not like the goddess in person, but their coven kind of has like those three positions in like honor of her. Uh, it helps them to like organize things like that. Um, so you know that the crone, her name is Agda. Um, she is an elf. And I will say in this world, and John, you wouldn't know this because it came up in a session that you weren't here for. Um, elves are actually really not common. Like at this point, they're they're almost legend. Um, like a true elf. Half elves are a little more common, but still, they just kind of haven't been seen in the last hundred years or so. And so, like when you first meet Agda. You were a little caught off guard because you you've never seen it all. You didn't know that there were any left. Right. Um, kind of like, what's wrong with your ears? Yeah, get it. Um, and then you know that the mother, her name is Photios. Um, she is a half orc. And then the maiden, her name is Hebia. She is. She looks, but. You know, from having talked to them, um, that Agda is not related to the other two, but Photios is Hebia's mother. Biological mother. So, the mother is the mother to the maiden. Right. Okay. So, making sure you you had like a thousand yards there. I tried to keep all that together. (laughs) I mean, I have notes for that reason. So, I'm not expecting you to remember every little detail. Um, You also know that um, Demodus is Photios' husband and the father of Hebia. You also know that there are some other bears. Remember a few months back, you guys encountered a bear that was kind of harassing some people. and you, you actually roll an insight check. Roll with a mage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see. That's 15. Okay. So, with 15, um, you have a, a strong suspicion. You're not sure, but you have a strong suspicion that the, the bear you had seen, because it, it wasn't acting quite like other bears, not that you've seen a lot of them, but like it wasn't acting like most animals do. Um, you think it might be one of the other children that are missing um, because you know at this point that Photios has said that she has a few other kids who were also cursed similarly to Demodes. Um So, she is needing some help. I mean, you were the last one among them to see him. Um, you know that you guys had fought the hags. Um, and he had not been able to say outright, but he had kind of, in his roundabout way, implied that the hags had something to do with the curse. So, at this point, now that you kind of have some of that background, um, you have also met Callisto. You guys would have met by now, and so 
the other thing that I was going to say is that Photios has asked you if you can bring back Demodus in kind of, I guess, repayment for helping you out and the Oracle services they've asked if you would mind going along with Nicholas, Calista, and helping out. Okay. Here we go. Alright, so you got everything together, you're ready to go. At this point I just wanna pay back my dues and move on. Alright. Okay. Let's take off. Work. So um, tell me what Nicholas is doing as you guys are headed off towards where you last saw Demodus. Well, I know we're looking for him, so um, as we're walking maybe I'm just kinda of scoping the area. Making sure that nothing seems funny. Okay. Because we've already ran into a bunch of crazy stuff already that's just jumped out at us. Right. Or, well, I have, she hasn't. <laughs> so, uh, Nicholas, roll a perception check for me. Oh, that's a two. Okay. So, you're, you're looking around and you just see trees, you see bushes, you're like, this is a really pretty place. It's a really nice place that Timaeus could have sent you to. You don't really notice anything. You're like, oh, some birds singing in the tree, but nothing else that really stands out to you. Kalista, um, what are you doing while you guys are traveling? Me, personally, I'm trying to look for any signs of... Um... I start to kind of uh, graze the ground for any signs of tracks. Okay. Uh, roll a survival. It's a 15. Plus 4, so it's 19. Okay. So, you are... So, as you are traveling along, you're kind of keeping Nicholas where you can see him, but you're more like off the beaten path, just looking and seeing, um, like you said, looking for tracks. You see a few different tracks um, that just seem to be like animals that maybe live in the area. Um, nothing really stands out right now. Uh, John, roll a luck check for me. Luck? Shitty. It's a luck check. I mean, it can be. Usually, luck checks are just me being like, I want to know what random number you roll without me being like, not just me being a dick. So, <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys are traveling along, by about the end of the day, you guys decide to rest here and just make camp for the night. Um, are you a fellow dice dragon looking to add to their hoard? Are you never satisfied with the amount of dice you have? Athis Onassis here. If you're looking for great quality handmade dice, then we have a couple wonderful shops for you to check out. First is Critical Hit Creations. They have their own website. Also, Desired Effect Dice, who has an Etsy shop, and we'll have links to both in the description. These shops are 100% backed by Athena and have the Athis seal of approval. You guys 
find a clearing in the woods. Um, and it has just a, a small waterfall. Um, seems to be coming from not like a towering cliff or talking like maybe 20-30 feet up. Um, and it's just this stream. So it's a, a pretty small waterfall. Down at the bottom of it is this pond, a small little pond. Um, what do you guys want to do? So, I start to look for any fish in the pond, okay. and I would like to talk to them. See okay. if any of their other fishly friends have seen any kind of bears or humans nearby eating. Okay. So, roll first your survival check. Thirteen. Okay. Um, so, you find a couple of just little minnows, but you feel like you would be able to at least talk to them a little bit. So, then you cast your Speak with Animals? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure yeah. that's... That yeah, that's what I'm going to cast. Okay. Alright, so you cast this as a ritual. So it takes you 10 minutes, approximately. Um, tell me how you cast this, since you're a barbarian, you're not like a, a true spellcaster. Like, what do you do as part of your ritual? So, since I'm a barbarian, can I just do some kind of like ritual dance? Yeah, I mean, it, it's whatever is going to be best for your character, like what you want to do. And it, it kind of helps. Sometimes, like if, especially if we're in combat or have a bigger group or something like that, I don't always have people go into a whole lot of detail on some stuff. But since it's literally just the three of us, go over and like, what what kind of dance? Just like, you know what? How about this? I would like to actually just kind of um, gather some items from nature and make a offering. Okay. It's kind of like a a general offering, maybe like a little meditation. Okay. So like you, you sit down, cross-legged maybe, mm -hmm. or like on your knees, whichever. I guess this is my question. Did I start off with a rather interesting person to start getting with? I'm you not sure. You know he's a Minotaur, right? Um, don't know what the boundaries are for the game. I don't. Yeah, because like, I am 6'3", I don't fully understand what are my limits as far as the game is concerned. So I'm kind of like, Tiptoeing, because I'm not sure. Oh, no, you're, like, if there's something that you're, like, I want to try and do this, just tell me what you want to do, and I'll let you know if we can, and if not, I'll try to give you a reason why. So what are you thinking? I'm thinking that offering would... I go out to the wooded area. I grab um, a few stones of interest, as well as some nice flowers, and I go along the side of the um, bank of the pond, and I meditate, as well as give offerings okay. to connect with the fish in the pond. Okay. So, as you come over and you place these items, kind of, I would imagine maybe like in the edge of the water, where it can kind of like flap against them, you kneel down and close your eyes and start to and Nicholas, um, while you're just kind of setting where you guys are making camp, probably setting things up, you 
feel like almost an electric buzz in the air. But, as a spellcaster, you recognize this as someone using a type of magic in the area. And you can see kind of off a little ways that Kalista is knelt down and looks like maybe it's coming from her. Okay, so <clears throat> what I do is I walk towards her just to see what's going on, see if it is her. And of course, I'm going to recognize that that's where it's coming from. So I just stand back because I didn't want to. I don't want to interrupt anything that's going on. Right. But I just kind of step back and watch, make sure she, make sure she's okay. Okay. So, as you are reaching the end of this ritual, you open your eyes and the water kind of shimmers. And Nicholas, you can see this. And you just hear these minnows, and there's just like these little voices. Just like, wow, look at that. There's a really big person there. Who is that? What are they doing? A bunch of them all at once. What do you say to them? Um. <clears throat> As if I were talking directly to them? Mm-hmm. Like, just any one of them, or just all of them? I think. I kneel down kind of close to the water mm-hmm. and politely ask them, has any one of you seen anything out of the ordinary? Any people, any animals, adventurous, any bears? They say, oh yeah, we don't like bears. They're scary. Whenever we get big, they try to eat us, but uh, they don't really pay attention to us little guys. They say, we don't really see a lot of people here, so that's pretty unusual. And they just say, who are you? What are you? What are you doing here? We're currently looking for someone. I'm actually just trying to see if y'all see anything out of the ordinary, other than, um, I guess, other fish. I'm just trying to see if you see any bears or humans anywhere. Me personally, I'm just a half elf. They're like, what's an elf? <sighs> I really don't have time for this. <laughs> I really don't have time for this. <laughs> and. As you're just like, I wouldn't say arguing, because you're not really arguing, but you're like not getting anywhere with these minnows. They clearly are just like excited little children. You see a slightly larger fish, like a more mature fish, just slowly kind of making its way down the pond towards where the stream continues on, but it's not quite there yet. And so it's, it's passing sort of in front of you as you're talking to these men. Why are you going to dress a fish? <laughs> um, I would reach down beside me. That's probably the worst option I could ever make. Grab a small pebble and toss it gently towards that bigger fish to try to grab his attention and say, hey. Okay, so you, you just like gently, like underhanded, yes. toss this little pebble in its general direction. And you just hear, oh man. What was that? And it's like looking around and you see that it's like darting through the, the dirt and sediment that were stirred up at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's like looking as if it's trying to find something to eat that may have fallen in. It says, oh man, where'd that go? I can't find it. I will be willing to make a trade if you can help me with some information. 
And it just like turns and looks at you. I was like, did you just talk to me? In exchange for any information that you give me regarding the missing um, person I'm looking for, I'd be willing to barter with you for food. This is what do you got? Fish and grains. <laughs> well, I do have some bread for my pack. Or some crackers. Would you like some? It says, I don't know what those are, but maybe you could let me try some. And I'll let you know. I reach into my backpack and I scour through my things and grab some crackers. Okay. And I pull a little up and toss it into the water. Okay. For the big fish. So, you see this big fish kind of comes over and starts like pecking at it like fish do. And you see that the minnows are coming over also and trying to eat up as much as they can. And it like shakes its tail back and forth, trying to chase them off. It says, got any more of the crackers? <laughs> I might if you do have any information I have that I need. It says, what do you want to know? Have you seen any bears or humans upstream? So it says, yeah, I saw a bear once. But, uh, no, not really. I haven't seen any bears lately. Are you sure that you don't have any other information about the bear? Any irrelevant information how soon they might have been? It says, wait, are you trying to say there's a bear around here? And it just darts off. Nicholas, roll a perception check for me. I was fixing to yell for, what about the crackers? <laughs> you can't understand what I know, on. I know, but I wish I could have. It's eight. You don't add anything to it. Is that perception? Mm-hmm. Uh, this gonna sound like an question this late in the game, right? So it's in that column, right? If there's not a mark by it, then I don't add that. No, I mean you still add that. If there's not a mark by it, it just means that you're not proficient in it. Okay. Well, that that would be a ten then. Okay. So you hear something from a top. Little you can't quite tell what it is, but you just hear something up there. Sounds like maybe some movement. You hear a little bit of like splashing. Well, it's about time to do something I haven't really done. That would be being this big. I don't think it's going to work again. But I'm good at sneaking. Okay. So I'm going to try to sneak up and see if I can figure out what that is without alerting my Okay. Roll a stealth check. And I mean, keep in mind, when you're in like a city or something, you have cloven hooves, so you're gonna clomp and make a lot of noise. Right now, you're in the woods, grass, dirt, so probably gonna be a little bit quieter. Uh-huh. It actually could give me an advantage. It doesn't. Like in mud. That's an 18. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, what was that room for? Jesus Christ. Still, so yes. that's 18, so that would be 12. No, 22. <laughs> Somehow you had like a minus six. She is, she is slowly reverting her decision. <laughs> I saw that one. Nothing said. Very concerned for future offspring. <laughs> Very good, sir. Well, you should be. <laughs> Alright, so, Nicholas, you start to make your way over to this cliff. 
Um, like I said, it's not a, a large cliff by any means. And you see that there looks to be a path that kind of leads around and up, almost like onto the hill that this cliff is on. I'm gonna actually walk that path, but I'm okay. gonna be cautious while doing it. Okay. I'm gonna let you roll one more stuff check. And it's a nine. Okay. Um, roll your perception. That's a ten. Total? Yeah. Okay. So you can see in kind of the, the moonlight that at the top of this small cliff is another pond, a slightly larger pond, fed by a stream. And in said pond, there seems to be a woman. It's not quite bright enough. You're a little bit overcast from the trees and things like that, so there is some, I guess, shade from the moonlight. So you can't see this woman super clearly, but it seems like maybe she's bathing. So I'm probably gonna start startle her, but I'm gonna Hey, who are you? So you hear and as she splashes, it says, How dare you? How dare you interrupt me? You're in the middle of nowhere. She says, Do not know who I am. And you see that she begins to glow with like this golden aura. And you see that suddenly, as this aura glows brighter and you can make out her features, that clothes reappear on her, where there were none a moment before. And she draws a bow, not just an arrow, and points it directly at you. Oh, shit, not again. All right, and that's where we're going to end this session. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to Hammer of the Gods. Join us next time to see what happens.